What? What does it mean to slap a chicken nugget? What does it mean to slap a chicken nugget? I don't know. Is it recording? Yes, it is. Okay, cool. <laughs> if I find this at the start of the next episode. <laughs> you will. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Fuck Me Dead, the only podcast that brings you the stories from a show that is bodies that make you just say, Fuck Me Dead. I'm CJ. And I'm Amanda. Episode 10. Oh my God, we've made it to the 10th episode. First podcast in this house to reach 10 episodes. <laughs> yep, in this house. Well, I mean, we don't know. The people Perhaps here even. before might have. I don't know what they did. Forget it. <laughs> just say it. <laughs> Perhaps even on this street, but never mind, just ruined my dreams. I didn't mean to. I'm sorry, I take it all back. I'm sure we're the only person in this house that's gotten to 10 episodes on a podcast. I believe in it. I don't know. The people who lived here before us seem like massive hipsters, so maybe they did have podcasts going. They were so much cooler than us. Yeah. I wonder where those two lesbian couples are now. Yeah, I don't know. We still get that mail. But yeah, when we looked at the place, all the artwork and stuff was just so fucking cool. We are not that cool. And their furniture filled the house, and now we live here, and it's kind of empty. Empty? (laughs) (laughs) One day. One day we will fill this place with stuff. It's just not today. I hope not. It's like it's 2044 on a Thursday night on the 20th of the 2nd, 2020. So today you take the number 20 and then you flip it and you get the month and then you flip it back again and you get the year. Whoa. Yeah. So what's been happening in the past week? Well, it hasn't even been that long. I know. We're changing our recording night to a Thursday because doing it on the weekend kind of sucks. It does for me because what happens is is we record it and then i have to spend a weekend trying to edit and then if i don't get it done on the weekend then i spend all of monday and tuesday night trying to edit and get stuff together so i'm just like if we record a bit earlier just gives me a little more time to you know get stuff done yeah so it hasn't even been a week how have the past five days been for you Work is scary. Yeah. Being an adult is hard. Like, I mean, I don't really go to work. I just get paid to go to school, basically, which is pretty sweet. But it's like, I got an exam next Thursday in a week's time. I'll know <gasps> if I've passed or not this phase. So. Well, that means that in a week you won't have to stress about it. Or I'll be really stressed because i got to go resit the exam two weeks afterwards. No, nah, I don't believe that. I hope not. I can't bother doing that again. Oh, <sighs> Lordy. Yeah, for me, work's been a bitch as well, which is probably why I just feel like I never have any time anymore. Mm. And I'm tired all the time. It's great. Maybe if we go to bed before midnight. Look, don't come at me with your logic. I don't want to hear it. I want to stay up until midnight watching TikToks in bed and I'll do it. So do I, but I don't want to be tired the next morning. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Let's uh, make that a goal then. You want to go to bed before midnight? <laughs> I got three stories. They're all short. No way. Got three short stories for you. I have three stories also. Uh, two of them are short, but one of them isn't really like a... The, the, the one I'm going to use for my last one isn't really a story in air quotes as such, but I think it'll be a good discussion for us. So Okay. Let's just wait and find out what that is. Are we doing that last then? Yes, we'll do that last. So I'll go first? So you can go first. Man dies after being struck by flying gas bottle in the rocks, Sydney. I did see this uh, headline. That poor guy. 37-year-old man walking along the street... Walking along the street? No way. Walking along Harrington Street in the rocks. Uh, he's, He's died after a flying gas bottle... I assume for like a barbecue or something, or a gas bottle has just come out of nowhere and hit him in the head. What are the odds of that though? Like honestly, that you're just walking down the street and then a gas bottle hits you in the fucking head. Like what are the chances? Well, he was walking along in the rocks just before midnight during the middle of a storm. 
And like the storms in Sydney apparently really bad. Like we really picked a good year to leave. All this shit, shit is happening in Sydney. <laughs> We're not there. It's great. What was I was telling you earlier, they had the other night they had forty three thousand lightning strikes within one hundred kilometers of the C B D. Jesus. And the little infograph for it looks like an angry Pac Man. I really like storms though. So, so do I. You don't really, we don't really get them here in Melbourne. It rains, but it's never like yeah. never really like I find the weather in Melbourne just never really actually does much. It can't decide what it wants to do long enough to do anything with yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like it doesn't do anything 100%. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so no one knows how the gas bottle came to be flying through the air at this stage. Do they even know where it came from? If they do now, no, it wasn't mentioned in the time of the report. Okay. So he was taken to a nearby hotel by witnesses. So people saw him get hit by the gas bottle. Oh, my God. Uh, his condition started to deteriorate. They provided CPR to him before he was rushed to a hospital by ambulance. Unfortunately, he did not recover and he died. Damn. Suffered multiple injuries. So I'm assuming probably cuts... Obviously, the initial impact, probably a concussion, some kind of brain trauma and internal depleting, I'd imagine. Yeah. Kind of being a great way to go, actually. So, police are investigating further, and they are appealing to the public if anyone has a phone or CCTV footage of what happened. So, if you're listening and you own a business, or you know someone who has a business along Harrington Street in the Rocks, and they might have cameras that could have seen a yeah. flying bottle, tell the police. What bad luck. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because, like, chances of that are ridiculously small. Plus, I mean... I would walk down the street in the middle of a storm and I wouldn't think twice about it. I would be more concerned about lightning than flying gas bottles. Yeah, I wouldn't even think about it. I would still walk down the street and think that I'd be fine. Mm. So it's just like crazy bad luck. He's only 37. He's quite young. Yeah. Well, that, that was a depressing... Was that the whole story? Because you've like... That's it. Put your phone down. So I assume... It was really thinking. short. I just caught yeah. by the headline and was like, yeah, I'll do that one. And then but I, I mean, started writing up my notes for him. Like, oh, that was a quick story. But I was like, whatever. I mean, that is like... Yeah, I don't know. That's a crazy story though. Like That's it. Like... We're not here for long stories. We're here for like the stories that make you say, fuck me dead. Exactly. And I mean, um, nothing will fuck you dead like a flying gas bottle, apparently. Um, quite literally. Yeah. That just really sucks. It's like a really unfortunate, weird, bizarre thing to happen. Yeah. My next story is kind of nowhere near as sad. Okay. Kind of annoying as well. And then the one after that involves more death, but it's also kind of fascinating. Okay. I mean, that's a way to put it. <laughs> no one die. No people die in my last story. That was really quick. Yeah. When, you, when you said short, I didn't I didn't think you meant that short. <laughs> oh, it was short. <laughs> okay, well, I guess I'll just move on to my first story. Mm. I got this story from Seven News and it happened last year, but it is just an amazing tale. Let me tell you it. Is this going to be more about the Lithgow Panther? No. Okay, no big cats this week. Don't worry. No big cats and no big poops. No. We're going off brand. Going off brand, no shit in this episode. I don't have any shit, do you? No? No. Y- you can't shake your head. They can't hear you shaking your head. They should invent like a podcast where people can like see my face. Um, That exists. Yeah. <laughs> it's when people just like upload their recordings on YouTube. Oh, I. what if I like they could just see my face on a box in sort of like a room in front of a couch? <sighs> And we had guests turn up and there was a live audience and I wore a suit. I think this already exists. And it was named after an illness. Named after an illness? I'm making a really elaborate Parkinson reference here. Oh my God. Okay. I I'm like just... Parkinson. <laughs> he did good interviews. Okay. Calm down. What's your story about? Okay. <laughs> Whew. We went really off topic there. Viewership just died after that metaphor <laughs> or whatever I was getting. At I, I didn't get it. So, I'm, I mean, I'm pretty thick, so don't worry. When Kim was awoken in his house by the floorboards creaking at 4 a.m., I mean, I feel like anyone else would have done the exact same thing. The only logical thing for him to do was to chase the person who was attempting to rob him wearing only his undies and armed with a didgeridoo. What? <laughs> 
He's going to use it like a giant blow dart? I have no idea. You better run, boy. That's exactly how it would have went, I think. I just imagine like the Benny Hill theme, but played on a didgeridoo as he chases this man out of his house in his underwear. Oh my God. What a a mental image. (laughs) I guess it's what he had on hand, so he thought he could use it somehow. Um, Kim isn't a man who backs down easily So when he discovered the intruder in his house Even though he was only wearing his underwear He chased the man from his home down the street And called out for his neighbours Yeah, down the street (laughs) In public, in just his underwear Hey, gotta get those guys (laughs) And called out to his neighbours for help I hope he shouted, oh no you didgeridoo don't Oh my god I have to admit, because they had a video You want to know what the saddest thing about that joke is? It's not the first time I've made it today Oh my god (laughs) This is not the first conversation I've had involving a didgeridoo today. <laughs> Do you often talk about didgeridoos? No. No, I don't. <laughs> I mean, as a woman, I mean, there's no point in me thinking about them. It's well, it's not legal. It's just not. I mean, that still is a thing, isn't it? That women aren't. I feel like that's probably meant to. changing these days. Maybe, okay. Well, I, I mean, I, 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 don't, I, I don't know. I'm not indigenous. But... I'm not an expert on Aboriginal culture in any means. Most of no, my same. education actually came from when I went to Adelaide to see Red. This is how every episode, apparently. Senpai. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I went to the museum there and they had a really good exhibit. Well, not exhibit. They had like a, like a really good collection of like Aboriginal... Mm artifacts and like things I was really i was like wow why don't they teach me this stuff in high school this is actually really interesting i was gonna say the only things that i really know was what i learned in like primary school because they stopped teaching you that stuff after primary school i learned a little bit in high school i didn't do a lot of primary school here in australia but yeah all i learned about in high school was in history class and it was like mile creek massacre and other horrible things that See, happened to we, them. we didn't even learn about that I don't know if that's because I went to a religious high school or not. But yeah, like in high school, we didn't learn anything about Aboriginal culture, really. You learn about Australian history and it's quite short and quite dull. Yeah, we don't have a lot of it. Nothing happened. We turned up. We slaughtered the natives. Which we weren't meant to do, by the way. Uh, we're all a bunch of convicts. Well, they all are a bunch of convicts. Not me. I'm not Australian. My family doesn't uh, come from convicts either. the queen forced us, well, the king at the time. Because of that, we ended up in World War I. Mm. Uh, that was a shit show. We got sent to the wrong beach. Uh, and then nothing really happened for a while. And then we went to World War II. Did a little bit better there. Uh, and then nothing really happened for a while. And then America dragged us into Vietnam. And I think Korea before that. And that's uh, pretty much it now. You're up to and at one point, a guy went for a swim who was the Prime Minister and he never came back. No, I mean, he but, might not have come back to land, but he is now a merman. Sure. There it is. I've just summed up Australian history for you in five minutes. That's what they teach you in high school. It was less than five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Any HSE students out? Well, no, sorry. School certificate, not that yeah. that counts for much anymore. I don't know history after year 10. You can now pass history. <laughs> right, school cert. Uh, you know, everything is to know about Australian history according to the high school curriculum. Excellent. We've all learned something. Anyway, yeah, so, so I've he's just running realized... down the street in his underpants shouting, Oh no, you didgeridoo don't. <laughs> okay, so I've just realized that we, we know that we have overseas listeners. Yeah. They might not know what a didgeridoo is. I think most people probably know what a didgeridoo is. Okay. I think that's pretty like, think of Australia, you got like Uluru, koalas, kangaroos, Aboriginal people, they play didgeridoos. Okay. I think those are like pretty common things. But So you don't think we need to explain it? We probably, well, it won't take long. A didgeridoo is a big hollow trunk basically it's a it's a woodwind instrument yeah it's a musical instrument i feel it's like made we of wood. say that <laughs> it's hollow you blow into it yep. um there's a really cool i think the technique is like you've got to be breathing out while breathing at the same time to keep the thing going well that's for any instrument you use with your mouth 
Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. I thought it was only a didgeridoo thing. So like, you know, a flute or a trumpet or whatever. Anything that you control with your mouth, that's the technique that you're meant to learn so that you can keep going. Okay, I didn't realize that. I thought it was only a didgeridoo that did that. It's a very like unique sound. Mm. Like, you know a didgeridoo when you hear it. It's very like when we were looking for intro tracks. Yeah. For um, our podcast, we're like, we should try and find something a bit Australian. And apparently, the only way to make something sound Australian is, is to put a didgeridoo put in it. Put a didgeridoo in it, which I, makes sense. It does. It's an Australian instrument. We didn't use any of that because we thought it was inappropriate because neither of us are Aboriginal. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Now that we know what a didgeridoo is, <laughs> so and basically, he was planning to smack this man with a tree branch for all intents and purposes. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I think, <laughs> like, historically, it's just like they found a tree or like a branch had fallen yeah. off, hollowed it out, boom, we got a didgeridoo. Yeah. Pretty much. That's pretty much exactly what Don't know who decided to first do that, but they did. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I've got a quote from Kim, and how do I describe Kim? Because I did see the video with them interviewing him, and here's really what you think of when you think like a 50-year-old Australian man. Right. I got a quote from Kim. (laughs) Kim says, I was gaining on him, and he knew he wasn't going far. So Kim's a fast old guy as well. Yeah. I was gaining on him and he knew he wasn't going far. So I got the boys to cordon off the area. I think the boys are his neighbors. I don't know, to be honest with you. They all had didgeridoos as well? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Me out there in all my glory. I did notice that I ran fast and naked. I mean, there's logic to it. The other guy's <laughs> weighed down by like all his clothing. Kim's out there. Budgie smugglers on. <laughs> I don't think it was the nudity. I think it might have been the adrenaline of someone like trying to rob him. That probably made him run faster. Could be that. But also, like, there'd be less drag because he doesn't have clothes hanging off of him. So he's just going to run faster. I just love that that the was The didgeridoo his... is hollow. So it's also going to produce less drag provided he's holding it right. <laughs> and it's, I mean, it's it's round. So not a lot of drag there either. Very aerodynamic shape. <laughs> Thus, Kim was able to run faster. <laughs> Catch the burglar. <laughs> Did he catch the burglar? No, he did. Um, So he got his neighbours to kind of make sure that there was an area that he couldn't get out of. Didgeridoo sounds like when he smacks someone with it. So he actually says what he was intending to do with the didgeridoo. So he said, I came back to get my didgeridoo and torch. I was going to play a couple of quick tunes for him. I don't think that's what he was going to do. I think he was trying to be That's a metaphor for hitting someone, I think. I think so too. (laughs) Boom, boom. I don't know what noise would a didgeridoo make. I feel like a satisfying thump. I mean, it's hollow, but it's also wood. I'm going to go slap a tree and see what noise it (laughs) would. Have you ever like slapped a watermelon? Um, No, but I can actually weirdly know what that sounds like. I feel like a more hollow version of that for some reason. Okay. Okay. Police arrived shortly after and managed to arrest the intruder with the help of a police dog. And he's been charged with aggravated serious criminal trespassing and theft. Mm. That's it. That's when the story. When I hear footsteps on the floorboards at 4am in the morning, I'm like, can these cats be a bit quieter? <laughs> Accurate. What's your next story? <coughs> I'm dying. To tell you all this story. Oh my god. Yaravelli Chocolatary forced to rebrand after Freckles legal battle. You know what Freckle is? Freckles aren't named Freckles anymore? They are, but not from this company. Apparently, someone has a trademark on Freckles. Hang on, wait. Freckles have been around forever. How has this not come up before? I know. 
So for people outside of Australia, a freckle is like a chocolate button with hundreds and thousands or what else do they call them? Sprinkles. Like, yeah, it's not really sprinkles. It's the round ones. I know. I'm just thinking like what, not everyone calls them hundreds and thousands. So I'm thinking more like sprinkles. Um, yeah. If you know what fairy bread is, and for some reason a lot of people seem to know what fairy bread is outside of Australia. It's because think, people see it and lose their minds. And I think that's all that Australians eat is fucking fairy bread. I mean, I wish that was the case. I haven't had fairy bread in like 15 oh, bloody years, so but whatever. Good. But um, the, the trick is you don't get the hundreds and thousands. You get the actual sprinkles because then it's hard to chew. Yeah. It tastes just but as good. But basically, it's a chocolate with fr- covered it with like a coat of like freckles. Fuck. Sprinkles. It is a freckle. Uh, so that's what it is. Um, and I, they're I, delicious. I, I would agree. I was, I was like, that's just a thing. That's just a thing people have. Yeah. It's like, it's a freckle. That's what it is. It's, yeah. That'd be like trying to trademark chocolate. I mean, telling, can you imagine like, like well, Cabri- you know how like Cadbury sure. has like that certain color purple trademarked. So. That's a little bit. That is a bit weird, but kind of like okay, whatever. Imagine if like Cadbury suddenly went up to like Lint and was like, "Oh, you can't call it chocolate anymore. We've trademarked." Chocolate. Yeah, that is. That's kind of like what they're doing with the freckle. Anyhow, uh, so I'm gonna open my first note here. Fuck Nestle. <laughs> Nestle have it trademarked? Nestle have freckle trademarked apparently. Where did freckles normally come from? Not really any one brand. Yeah. It was just the thing. That's like, what, like, that's you just make the, it at home. the thing it's called. Like, yeah. 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 Okay. Fuck Nestle. I agree. First, destroying all that orangutan habitat for palm oils. And now this. Okay. I'm boycotting Nestle. Hang on. Wait. What's Nestle? Kit Kats. Smarties. Yeah. I can do without those. Uh, a lot of other products that aren't chocolate. I'm like, what am I eating inadvertently that's Nestle? Who knows? It's okay. Cadbury still exists. I can eat. I can eat. Look, Cadbury chocolate's better anyway. Excuse me? I really like Kit Kats. It's a problem. I mean, I like Kit Kats, but I could live without them. Yeah. Anyhow, fuck Nestle. So, Yellow Alley Chocolatery, it's family-owned business. They were sent a letter by Nestle demanding that they stop using the term freckle in their stores and products. Uh, Yarra Valley Chocolates have over 20 products that will be affected by this demand, including the giant and mini freckles and Ooh. freckled eggs. I want a giant freckle. Which I assume is just a chocolate egg covered in freckles, which oh, also sounds pretty yeah. good. Uh, Nestle says they have a trademark, and they're worried that their customers will confuse the Yarra Valley Chocolates for theirs. Now, I have another question for you. Have you ever seen Yarra Valley chocolates? No. No, because they've only got like three stores and they're in the Yarra Valley and they rely on tourism going through the area. Apparently, they're really good. It's all like Belgian chocolate, so it's oh, pretty really? good. So I'm like, mm, you know, it sounds... is, is that far from here? Shouldn't we go? It's a quote here. How can you own freckles? We've got freckles on our faces and we've been eating freckles for many, many years. We felt really sad that a big multinational company like that could actually own something that we all love so much. Uh, so that's Leanne Neeland. She's one of the owners of Yarra Valley chocolates. Does this mean that doctors can't refer to freckles on your face? Or your Maybe skin? that's why they used all those big scary words for my mole freckle thing that I had to get cut <laughs> out of my head. I don't think that's it, but... So yeah, Nestle sent this letter saying, stop using that term. Uh, you got three months to comply. Uh, Yarra Valley Chocolate's like, oh, could we have 12 months? They're they never going to apply. Like- Got to that. a lot of material with the word freckle on it. Uh, yes, it's going to cost them $50,000 in lost labeling. Because obviously, like, you'd bulk bill. You'd bulk buy your label. Because it's packaging. It's not going to go off. Yeah, exactly. So, like, hang on, wait. How long have Yarra Valley been using the term freckle? Probably for Sounds fucking ever. like since they started as a family business, they got 20 products under freckle. This is so stupid. Yeah. And uh, so on top of it, costs, they've lost $50,000 in like packaging costs. They're already seeing a downturn in profit at the moment due to a lack of tourism because of all the bushfires. Right. Yeah. Of course. Side note, there's someone headlines saying apparently 75 Australian, 75% of Australians are directly affected by the bushfires this year. That does not surprise me at all. Yeah. Yeah, so even with 12 months, they'd still lose money, but it would only be $5,000, which is a lot. I kind of feel like 12 months is a reasonable, reasonable 
reasonable amount of time to yeah. you know fix something like that. Uh, so they're just going to rebound freckles. They're going to call gonna... them polka dots now. Fuck that. Yeah. I mean, it's not their fault, obviously, and I don't blame them at all. I blame Nestle. But it remains the exact same product. It's just going to be called a polka dot now. Well, I mean, I hope that doesn't affect them. So Nestle said in a statement, it's important for companies to protect their trademarks by preventing unauthorized use. As if they don't, they can lose their right to their brand names forever. That's why when we became aware that Yarra Valley Chocolatery was using our trademark, we asked them to stop using it. How many other companies would be using the term freckle for a chocolate? People fucking make freckles in their own home. Yeah. Fuck Nestle. Yeah, no. I Yeah, I don't appreciate that story at all. Not that... You know what I mean. Yeah. I, yeah, you pre- it's not that you... I appreciate you told it to me. I just don't appreciate the story. Yeah. That's un-Australian. I'm just saying. I don't think Nestle is Australian, so there you go. Nestle, if you're listening, you suck. The fucking CEO of Nestle is like sitting there crying right now. Ooh, you fuck me that podcast. <laughs> They're so mean to me. Uh, Some small podcast said fuck you. Oh, no. I, I'm assuming Nestle's French. Sounds French. Let's have a look. Nestle. World's largest food and beverage company. There you go. Really? Yeah. I knew it was a big company. Uh, Swiss multinational food and drink processing oh, conglomerate. Corporation headquartered in Vevuvod, Switzerland. Wow. I did Measured not know by that. revenues and other metrics. They're big. They're large. So they so probably don't care if two Aussies are going to boycott their You're product. looking at an espresso, Nestle, Purina, Pet Care Company, Gato, Haagen-Dazs. Milo's owned by Nestle. Oh, Nest I don't Quick. Like, I don't like Milo. Nest tea. Starbucks. Well, Starbucks went bust in Australia, so... <laughs> they sort of make a comeback. Moving on, I'm going to tell you a story that's going to make your genitals hurt. Oh. Are you looking forward to it now? If my voice gets higher as this part goes on, you'll know why. <laughs> so, I got this story from the Canberra Times, because apparently weird shit's happening in Canberra. Yeah, they got this weird like cult in the middle of it in a giant roundabout in this big weird triangular shaped building. And every couple of months for like two days they meet and they just argue for a while and then they all get a massive paycheck and then they like <laughs> go off back to the little grovels. Yep. And nothing totally changes, accurate. but I mean something might be happening in there. Who knows? Who, uh, who knows what's happening in there, honestly. Also government house is there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my now God. you're just really confused. This one's going back a bit. I found it in the old archive. It happened in 2013, but I could not pass wow. this. I couldn't pass this story up because 2013. What a different Ooh. time that was. Pre something. <laughs> was that going anywhere? Or I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let me tell the story then. A 70. 70. I'm just going to make sure you know that this this guy is 70. Seven zero. Yes. A 70-year-old man had a 10-centimeter fork removed from his penis by Canberra doctors. Think about that. Just meditate on that. Now, how much of the length of that fork was in his penis? I'm going to get to it. He Which even ad- way were the prongs sticking out the I have top? A, I have an x-ray was for you. Was he sounding himself? Yes. I have an x-ray for you. Why with a fork? Yeah, I don't know. So he even admitted to the doctors that he had inserted the fork into his urethra for sexual reasons around 12 hours earlier, but then it was stuck and he couldn't get it back Look, out. I appreciate his honesty because you always hear stories about like, oh, I was oh, I fell naked and I fell on the wine <laughs> bottle and it went right up my butt. Because that's a thing that just happens. Happens no, a lot, actually. It doesn't. So, no, it does. The amount of people who go into hospital and they were cooking naked and they just fell on a glass bottle. Yeah, but that's not how it got up there. <laughs> that's just what they want to say to the doctor. 
This guy's like, yeah, I just fucking shoved it up there. No, for- yeah, this guy's just like, look, wanted to get off. Thought this was going to help. I just really like shoving forks up my urethra. Don't stick things in your urethra. The worst ones I've ever heard are people use like the tips of pens and then they get like ink in their penis. Yeah, okay. You reckon you could like write then when you pee? Oh, oh no. Okay. <laughs> look, no. We're not going there. Can the you fork- use a penis like a cool tip pen is what I'm getting at. No. Why are you the one who's like, oh, when you don't even have a penis? I don't. And I'm like, can I use a penis and a pot of ink? Look, don't. To quill a letter. Don't get any ideas about the next letter you need to write, all right? <laughs> the fork was so far inside his penis that it wasn't visible. The doctors could Excuse only me? feel it from the outside. Excuse me? It Forks wasn't... have prongs and they get very wide. Yep. How loose is this guy's dick? I mean, I don't know how long he's been sticking shit up there, so... It's true, it's always stretched. I can't tell you. Does do that you want to see like, the x-ray? I do. So does that mean, like, if it's that badly stretched, does he have the issue, like, I hear... Jesus. It's right up there. Hang on a minute. Okay, that's the metal hilt going into the plastic part. So, wow, okay, it's not even, like, a fit, just a metal thin fork. No. It's, like, one of the ones with, like, a plastic case around the end of the handle, and it's quite sizable, I want to say. Ten centimetres. 10 centimeters of length. It looks like a four-prong fork. And then, like, the handle, I want to say that's probably a good centimeter wide at the one end. Yeah. And then, obviously, it's the fork prongs at the other end. Everyone knows what a fork looks like. It it doesn't look like it wouldn't be painful. Let's just say that. It's like, it's like right up there. It's, re- it's really up there. As My I said, the doctors Lord. couldn't see it from the outside. It wasn't visible. They could just feel it. Like, if he can get that much of a fork up there, surely he could find, like, a better item to put up there that's not going to get stuck. Maybe he was eating dinner and he's like, this will fucking work. Now I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just picturing him like with an erection with a fork tip hanging out the end of his dick picking up potatoes. Oh. Yeah, that's anyhow, my question, because he stretched out his dick that much, do you think when he sneezes, like pee comes out? I don't know how a stretched urethra works. <laughs> Neither do I, because I don't shove stick up my urethra. You don't shove stick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't shove sticks or other things up there. <laughs> So it's a one-way valve. Truly. The doctors managed to pull the fork out by using forceps and a lot of lube. He wasn't already lubed up? (laughs) Apparently not. Or not lubed up enough. And he only had a general to get it out. You don't need to knock him out for that. I can't imagine an injection in the penis. Actually, I know it's not because I've been told a story about a friend who went and got a dick injection. Why did he get a dick injection? Sorry, a dick piercing. Oh, okay. That makes so much more sense. I'm like, (laughs) why the fuck would you get an injection in your dick? Get the fork out. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Oh, God. That was a great story. Everyone else hated it, but I was like, this is the best thing. Oh, my God. This is the most hilarious fucking thing I've ever heard. I mean, he was having a great laugh telling it. I mean, you'd want to be able to look back at that experience and laugh about it, I guess. It was pretty traumatic. Okay, what happened? He went and got a dick piercing. Yeah. Is that it? And it got infected. <gasps> No! And then, like, his foreskin got stuck and it couldn't go be pushed back. No! And the story ends with, like, him crying in a bathroom in a little puddle of his own blood with a needle hanging out of his dick, or a piercing hanging out of his dick. And there was a scene, a scene, there was a part of the story where, like, he's in a general surgery with, like, a doctor and a nurse, and they're all taking turns trying to get the his foreskin back over the tip. Oh, my God. And it was, like, risking cutting the circulation off the head of his penis. Stop doing weird shit to your dicks. They are for peeing and procreation. That's it. And they are for other people to swiftly, I was about to say beat you off, but that's not a good terminology to use there. Or is it? To swiftly put you down if you are causing <laughs> shenanigans when you shouldn't be. Okay. Well, back to this man's penis. Mm. 
So he was allowed to go home after they freed the fork, shall we say? Um, so the case was freed the fork from his Frederick. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it caused the Frederick, but you know, whatever. Uh, the case was so unusual that the doctors published a paper titled "An Unusual Urethral Foreign Body," which listed strange objects found in other parts of the body that you know people have stuck up there for whatever reason, um, including needles, pencils, wire. Allen keys, toothbrushes, light bulbs. That just sounds dangerous. Do you reckon they spun the Allen key after they stuck it in there? <laughs> they kind of like ribbed. I'm upset that they didn't go more alliteration and call it a peculiar penile protrusion. <laughs> They're doctors. <gasps> peculiar penile penetration. Oh, God. Uh, what was that up to? Light bulbs, thermometers, plants and vegetables. How the fuck do you get a light bulb up your dick? It said other part of the body, so I think they were including That's stuff subbed up your bum, you know. But light bulbs, that sounds really dangerous. Because the anus can stretch to eight inches, so you can fit a raccoon in there. (laughs) I knew that was going to come up again. (laughs) That's why... It's from a a really funny TikTok. Maybe I should just link that to the (laughs) the Twitter. Yeah. With, like, no explanation. Look, the anus can stretch up to four... Eight inches in diameter. We don't know that this is true. It was just in a, a TikTok. A raccoon only can fit into four inches of space. Therefore, raccoons are designed to fit inside a human anus. No. <laughs> Look, it's the same logic behind the guy who was like, the banana is proof that God exists because it's conveniently packaged and fits in the palm of your hand. More proof that God must exist is that a raccoon fits nicely inside. Uh-huh. The- <laughs> My God. Where was I up to? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, I was worried the 10th episode would be a bit of a letdown, but I think it's hilarious. Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> uh, where was that to? Uh, light bulbs, thermometers, plants and vegetables, leeches, snakes, cocaine, and glue. No, you snort cocaine through the nose, not through the penis. Why would you put glue up there? Yeah, I know. I was just thinking, why would you put glue in any orifice? I'm tired of shit and I'm going to glue my asshole closed. Because <laughs> that would definitely solve that problem. <laughs> so I have, I have a um, quote from yeah. the paper. Lay it on me. I just thought this is this is a great <laughs> quote. It is apparent that the human mind is uninhibited, let alone creative. <laughs> <laughs> and truer words have never been spoken. <laughs> and that's the story. Don't stick forks up your dicks, guys. Just don't do it. The only things you should stick into your body is food, other people's genitals, <laughs> and purpose-built sex toys that are designed for that part of the body and don't use i don't understand glass like sex toys well i mean they're fine you can sterilize them quite easily it's still glass it's usually solid though like you can't really break it what if it's not one guy one cup do you know what what, i mean one jar what if it's like your dummy thick and your ass cheeks clap together and shatter the (laughs) those are some ass cheeks i'll tell you that Also not the first time I've had to make that statement today. I am so worried. (laughs) (laughs) What was I doing recording a podcast? Well. That is a thing we're doing. From penises to porpoises, elaborate orca hunt witnessed in full at Bremer Canyon off south coast of WA. Hang on, wait, they're hunting killer whales? No, the killer whales were hunting. Oh, oh. They, they're kind of cruel, aren't they? They're terrifying. Yeah. John Dobson and Tyne Logan of ABC News. 50 orcas have been witnessed by a tour group attacking and eating a beaked whale over the course of an hour. At least three separate orca pods are believed to have collaborated in the hunt. Over an hour? 50 orcas. Holy fuck, that poor whale. This was the most graphic and elaborate kill of the season. Quote from Brody Elson Elsden. She's a marine biologist and photographer. She was out there watching whales. Right, okay. That's her job. Yeah. As a, I was about to say as a space scientist, but quite not that at all. <laughs> Ocean 
scientist, o- ocean animal extraordinaire. You, you got there. Marine biological warfare. Oh my god. <laughs> Tourist and a boat crew of the whale-watching vessel apparently left in shock. So it occurred 70 kilometers off the south coast of Western Australia, out in the middle of nowhere. You wouldn't be able to see land either, just out there. So apparently orcas are known to call out to other pods in the area so they can all work together to take down prey. I didn't know that. So I, I can imagine them working in a pod, but I didn't know that collaborate with other pods to do it yeah i now, yeah i didn't know that they would the other thing about this i thought that. was weird is that i was like how big is a beaked whale and i looked it up and they're actually smaller than orcas so why did it take so many to take it down find out why so long oh okay. the orca is an apex predator so they still the, so they still there's like this big school of orcas and they're following them quote here we're probably going about 15 knots trying to keep up with the orcas so 15 knots for people who aren't familiar with knots is about 28 kilometers just under an hour okay so quite quick uh if you want to use miles um, you can do the calculation yourself. You can, you can use the Google. Because you should just fall in line with everyone else and <laughs> use an actual <laughs> fucking logical unit system. Um, so the following the orcas unaware that this beaked whale was like being hunted uh, and then suddenly everything went really, really quiet. It all came to a halt. No orcas. Dead silence. Just rain falling. Another quote there from Brody. This is like the calm before the storm. Yeah. Uh, then after a few minutes, all these orcas start surging up to the surface, forcing the big whale up along with them. Uh, so now normally orcas will only take a few minutes to actually kill their prey because they're top dogs of the ocean. Um, however, this hunt and why there were so many of them was actually a training exercise for the younger orcas, which is kind of fucked up and also terrifying and yeah. really impressive at the same time. I was just thinking, so they prolonged this other whale's suffering... To teach their As young how exercise. to hunt. As an exercise. Oh my god. And okay. they're like, oh shit, we got prey here. Let's get other whale pods involved as well. Bring your family, bring your friends. Oh my god. Yeah. So that's why it took so long. So quoting again here, Brody. Some of the calves were leaping over the beaked whale and trying to push it down whilst the females pushed up from below, she said. It's always the females which teach the juveniles. Uh, so the final blow was made by the huntress matriarch of the of the matriarchal pod. So I don't really know how orca society works, but it sounds matriarchal. Uh, after an hour after the attack began, uh, then there was a big bubble of blood in the water, as you can imagine. Oh my God. And then finally, the orcas ate the beaked whale. Also, orcas are dolphins, not whales, despite the name. Dolphins are kind of fucked up. I don't really like them much anymore as I've They're trying to rape humans. Yeah, I I liked them more as a kid and then I got older and I learned more about them and I'm like, you know what, I'm really not into it. I'm just going to say my nan has a dolphin tattoo on her back. I don't think she'd want to hear that. Good thing she doesn't listen to this podcast or even know what a podcast is. True. (laughs) True. That was a really disturbing story. (laughs) I kind of hated that. I thought it was fascinating. I learned a lot about orcas. I mean, it's stuff that I didn't know, but I just don't like the fact that they prolonged another animal's suffering. Like, I get it. You have to eat. Fuck Nestle. Orcas are assholes. And this watch is like out for really flying disappointing gas to me. Like, I kind of already knew that killer whales were Cunts. assholes. But I really loved Free Willy as a kid. Now you kind of wish he never did escape. <laughs> a little. <laughs> it's like learning the truth about ducks, you know? You don't really want to accept it, but... I don't know the truth about ducks, and I have deliberately not found out because I don't want to know because I fucking love ducks. So I've, no one tell me. I've told you a few times. No, you haven't. Yeah, I have. No, you haven't. I've told you. If you have, I've blocked it from my memory. I, I'm guessing that. Corkscrew rape a penis. Oh, cats do that too though. Spring-loaded corkscrew rape penis. Ducks have them. Yeah, well, no. Cats have a barbed penis as well. Is it spring-loaded and corkscrew shaped? I have no idea. Don't really look at them. <laughs> <laughs> No, but like cats have like a barbed penis that once it goes in, it doesn't come back out until it's done. And it's not pleasant for the female like at all. Speaking of barbed penises, I used to watch this thing on YouTube where the guy read like really bad fanfics out. And this one was about a man. It was a Jurassic Park fanfic about a man who fucked a velociraptor. 
And at one point, the fanfic read the line, and she was like, the female velociraptor looked down, and she was disappointed to see that his penis didn't have a barb on it like a regular, like a velociraptor. What the actual fuck? No one wrote this. Someone probably touched themselves to that. <sighs> Someone sat down and was like, I love Jurassic Park, but I wish there was a scene where the guys like just had sex with the dinosaur. I don't want to live in this world anymore. <laughs> I mean, also on that same show, they once wrote a, pod- a podcast, a fanfic about Dragon Ball Z and uh, the Diary of Anne Frank. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> Goku came and fought Nazis in a tank and saved Anne Frank. I don't know why Goku needs a tank. He's Goku. <laughs> but he did it. Did it end with them fucking? No. Oh, thank I God for that. Well, shocked, but I'm also... I, Goku's not really into that. Okay, He's just cool. a dumb hick who wants to fight. I mean, at least it didn't end... Like, I feel like all fanfic leads to fucking. Do you know what I mean? I, I feel the same. Were you finished? Yeah, I'm done. That's it. My stories are over. Okay, so I found this article, and it's not really, like, a story as such, but I felt like it would pertain to you and me and could be an interesting conversation. It was about slang. Okay. It was about Australian and New Zealand slang. Okay. So I figured since I'm Australian and you're a Kiwi. Could be embarrassing for me. You haven't lived in New Zealand for a long time, so it's fine. I haven't (laughs) even been in New Zealand in a long time. Yeah, so I have to admit, I knew... I've been to every other country I've ever been to in my life far more recently than I've been to New Zealand. I have an uncle who's Kiwi as well. And so I knew a fair few of these, but there are some of them that I've never fucking heard before. I feel like Australia and New Zealand have quite a lot of things in common, Mm -hmm. but I don't think language is one of them. So I think that there are like some slang words we have in common, but not a lot. Yeah. And then like, as I was reading this list that I've got, it like some of them are based on each other, but they're Mm. not the same. It's weird. Okay. Anyway. Do you want me to just start the list? Go for it. I'm going to give you the Kiwi word. Yep. You're going to tell me what it means in like Australian. So the Kiwi word is varsity. Never heard this one before. Varsity? Yeah, varsity. Like varsity blues with James Vanderbeek. Varsity. Varsity. God, I want to know. It's uni, like university. I was going to say something about like education or something, but okay, varsity. Varsity. So instead of saying uni, they say varsity. varsity. They're just taking, it's kind of like how Liam is a shortened version of William. You're just taking the back end of it. Yeah. Varsity. Yeah, I never heard that certainly one. Certainly never got anywhere near university in New Zealand. So. Yeah. Okay, so this one is a bit controversial for me because I'll explain. So the key word is T, like T-E-A. Dinner. Yeah, it does. This is controversial for me because if you're a similar age to me, so like in your like late 20s or early 30s, you would probably remember this, is that my grandparents called lunch dinner and dinner tea. It was very confusing as a child. Hmm. Have you ever heard that before? Maybe. I'd, I wasn't sure if it was an Australian thing or not. We definitely call lunch lunch, but... Is tea like dinner or is it lunch? Tea is dinner. Yeah, but which dinner? The one you eat at night time. Okay. <laughs> the last meal of the day. It's just, yeah, because that that always confused me as a child because my grandmother always called lunch dinner. And so she'd be like, what do you want for dinner? And I'm like, I don't know, that's ages away. And she'd be like, no, it's like in an hour. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was very confusing for me as a child. Mm. Did your grandparents have a... I, I did not have a lot of interaction with my grandparents growing up. Oh, okay. Both the grandfathers were gone before I was born. And then my father's mother was in a home the entire time I knew her. And then she died when I was four. A uh, fun story about her involving her and her friend blowing up part of Wellington Harbour with a landmine that a US soldier left on their coffee table after a party after the war. That is I know. And my mother's mum's still alive, but she lives in New Zealand. And she just emails you about death. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't everyone's grandma do that? (laughs) Happy birthday, grandson. This guy died. Hope you're having a good time. (laughs) Our cats are okay. Um, 
all these people you've never heard of died. I was reminded about this because fuck knows why. Uh, when my sister turned 12, we were living in New Guinea and she got a card from my grandmother. And it was like, happy 12th birthday, sister's name. Lots of love, blah, blah, blah. Here's a local paper clipping about a boy who also had just turned 12 who was murdered or like died in a car accident or something. I thought you'd find it interesting. Because <laughs> that's exactly what you want on You're your 12th so birthday. Okay, next one. Now that we've got all that lunch dinner confusion out of the way. Uh, duvet, which is a British term, really, but whatever. Duvet. It's yeah. what you put on your bed. It's the big warm thing. So it's a doona. Yeah, duvet and doona are the same thing. Yeah, I know, but it's just weird that we call them different. Where, where did Australians get doona from? Because duvet is British. Oh, Australians probably were... What the fuck is a doona? Like, do you know what I mean? Where did that come from? Duvet is probably a French... Comes from a French term to the sounds of it to me. That sounds like a yeah. French loan Because you don't, you don't pronounce the T, so... Yeah, and so then convicts got sent Or was over. I meant to say it as duvet? No, it's duvet. <laughs> I know. I feel like doona is very Australian. Doona. Doona. Hey, doona. <laughs> Get on my bed. Keep me warm. Fuck. <laughs> Give me a dairy doona. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel like this is going down a path. Um, The next one, which I knew this one because everyone knows this one. Chili bin. Yeah. That's Australian for it. Eski. Sineski. It's just, bun. It's like a... How do you explain that without using the words chili bean or esky? Americans would call it a cooler. An ice chest. An ice box. It's, you take them camping, they keep your drinks cold and your food cold. Yeah. It's a chili bin. It's an esky. Everyone knows what it is. It's kind of like insulated, it's foam, it's plastic. You stick your drinks in it with some ice, it keeps it cold. And you call it yes. a chili bun. It's an esky. <laughs> There's a coke ad that's just like this. <laughs> I was going to say, is this going to turn into an argument? <laughs> I don't know. Are we going to get to jandals and thongs in a second? Um, It's the fucking next one. I was going to say, <laughs> you call them jandals and it drives me fucking crazy because they're thongs. <laughs> you know, I know the best part about that is the first time I encountered those sandals, they were called thongs to me. So they were thongs for a long time until I learned that we actually called them jandals in New Zealand. I'm like, I'm fucking swapping. <laughs> that hurts me on a level that you can't understand. Did you Because every time you call them jandals or sandals, I have a tiny aneurysm. Did you know if your jandals get taken away at a beach by the waves, one will end up on a beach to the left as you're facing out to sea, and the other one will end up on a beach to the right? Because of how they're designed, so you know how like they're not symmetrical? Yeah. So the little part that goes between your big toe and your other toes mm-hmm. acts as a sort of a rudder, and that's why they drift in different directions. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. So if you lose your jandals on the beach, they never end up in the same place. Or your thongs. That's why whenever you walk along the beach, you only ever find one jandal. Okay. Next one, togs. Those are swimmers. What do Australians call them? Oh, you guys call them like fucking cozies or some dumb yeah, shit. Yeah, cozies. I hate that term. Because it's like the shortening of swimming costume. Cozies. Uh, togs. The next one, chur. 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 Is that a burger chain, chur burger? <laughs> it is, but that's what we're referring to. That looks kind of like a chur. Like, yeah, kind of thing, maybe. I have no idea. You're not far off. I feel like it's to a be honest. chur. Like a, yeah. No, it's not no? a question. Like a, like a response to a statement, I feel like it's kind of be used. Yeah. What is it? Thanks. Oh, it's like a shortening of chairs. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I hadn't heard that one either. I feel like if someone's came up, if I did something with someone that just wanted to chair, I'd, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I get it. Like, I'd get that straight away. I'm like, okay. Okay. So we've actually discussed this one before, but dairy is like a corner shop. Yeah. They're good. Um, I like dairies. So you call them gas stations in New Zealand? Yeah. It's a fucking servo. What's a gas station? It's a servo. It's a gas station. It's a servo. I still call it gas station. <laughs> servo. Service station, but servo, where you get your petrol. Pro tip, if you want to speak Australian, just cut the last syllable off any word and put an O there. Yeah, absolutely. So this one I didn't get either, 
But maybe you can shed some light. Probably not, though, because you're a kid when you live there. Benefit? Hmm? Benefit. Benefit? Yeah. Can you use it in a sentence? I don't think I can, because I don't know how to. Benefit. I mean, I'm stumped because I have I know what benefit means. It's a word that has it already a like meaning? already has a definition. Okay, I'll just tell you. Um, it's Centrelink. Oh yeah. So I wasn't sure if that's what they call Centrelink over there. He's on the benefit. Or if it was used like that, yeah. I'm on the benefit. Which is just like welfare for everyone else. <laughs> yeah. No, I've definitely heard people saying like I'm on the benefit. Yeah. So the next one I had never heard of either and makes absolutely no fucking sense to me. Scucks. I had never heard this before. Scucks. Never heard it. I was it's also kind of like response saying like it sucks or something like that but no it's not not even, not even close not even, scucks it doesn't Is sound it like what it means it's a kind of person scucks so S-K-U-X. I'm assuming that's how you say it. Because I'd never heard it's this before. It's not like a person of authority, is it? No. What's a scucks? It's a good looking guy. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> or I guess a good looking person. It could probably um, looking scucks, bro. go for either gender. But yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, I'd never heard that before. Yeah, no, 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 that one. This one, I was like, this is. I actually kind of like this one. I think I'm gonna, um, you know, steal Start it. Using it like, like, like Jandal. No, I'm never gonna fucking say Jandal. <laughs> <laughs> pack a sad. Pack a sad. Pack a sad. Pack a sad. So like three words. Pack a sad. S a d. Yes. Pack a sad. I love it. I love everything about it. Uh, pack a sad. Mm. Sandwich. No. It means sad, like literally sad? Yeah, like sad the emotion. Pack sad. Cheer, it's cheer up? No. Feeling down? I mean, you are when it's happening. Pack a sad. No, how do they use it? It's like you're having a tantrum. Packing a sad. Okay. Packing a sad. Okay. I love it. I want to use it. Right. <laughs> you pack a sad every time I say jandle. Yes, I do. Scarfy. Scarfy? Someone who wears a scarf. It's not a scarf. This also refers to a type of person, if that helps Garfy. you at all. Is it the opposite of a skull quarter it was? No. It's got nothing to do with that. <laughs> no idea. It's a uni student. What? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> do, they, do unis have scarves? Maybe they've got I have university. No idea. Certainly, if they go to the University of Dunedin, you'd be wearing a scarf because it's fucking cold down there. <laughs> maybe, maybe that. I, I don't know. Do you ever drink any alcohol that comes out of Dunedin and Invercargill? It's all like super alcoholic because they're trying not to freeze to death. <laughs> that said, I really like Yeasty Boys. It's a great name for a beer. And they make some great beers. Choice. Oh, yeah. It's choice. Choice. Yeah, we use choice like Aborigines use deadly. <laughs> what? Yeah, I use that a lot. I'm like, oh, they're like, why well, do you use choice? I'm like, the same way Aboriginal people would use deadly. And then everyone's like, I've never heard an Aboriginal say that. I'm like, fuck, man, how do you not know that? I don't know that either. Well, they use deadly like choice. So it's good. Yeah, like, that's a deadly feast. Oh. Or like, that gate was deadly. Or like, that was, it's like, that's sick. Or like, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Aboriginal people use. The word deadly, like Kiwis would use choice. Which just basically means cool. it's good. Yeah, or it's good or like sick, yeah. whatever. It's choice. Kai. That deadly feast was choice. Kai is food. Yeah. Yeah. I'd never heard that one before either. That's um Is it a Maori word? I assume so, because definitely um so Maori migration, they actually stopped and picked up a bunch of Papua New Guineans along the way. Mm. And in New Guinea, Kai is also food. Right, okay. Uh, that's pigeon. So I'm not too sure of the origin of it, though, if it's like a local one. But um, okay. so certainly, uh, yeah, Kai Bar is like a food bar or like a tuck shop. Um, and then Kai Kai is food. Uh, and then also in pigeon, you have Kai Kai Rook, uh, which we I always think of chicken, but effectively it means like bird or food bird. Right, okay. So it can actually take, I think, refer to any bird you eat as a Kai Kai Rook. Okay. Edible bird. Yeah. P. P. That's ice, as in the drug. I had. 
I looked at that and went, it was just a letter P and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. How is that ice? I don't get how you get that from that. Why is it called ice? I don't know. It kind of looks like ice actually. Um, Yeah. The drug ice. We call it P. That's really weird. It is a bit. Hungus. 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 I almost sound like I'm hungry. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Hungry. Mean. Mean means you're mean. No. Apparently it means good to you people. Well, no, means good to us, but mean, yeah, no, it does. It means good to you. <laughs> Apparently mean is good. I said that very in a very confusing way. What the way. fuck? Why are people drunk? Yeah, I don't know. What do they mean? Mean is good. Mean is bad. Or you're a mean person. Means like... I'm not a New Zealander. I might need to go back to my country and sort this out. <laughs> <laughs> what have you guys been fucking doing? <laughs> been away 15 years and you've done all this. It was longer than that. Been away 17 years and you fucking ruined everything. <laughs> What the hell do you mean? Mean is nice. I feel like I'm going to fuck up the pronunciation of this, so I'm very sorry because I feel like it might be a Maori word. To Meki? What? To Meki. So like T-U, one word, M-E-K-E, the other word. To Meki? I don't know how it's pronounced. I'm really sorry. What is it's it? It's too good. Too many. Yeah, I don't know. Too good. I have no idea. The Wop's away. The what? The Wop's away. There's no police here. The Wop. The wife? The Wop's away. The Wop's away. No. Or you, you could say it like the Wop's. What the wops? What, what does the wops mean? Parents? No. It's how like Australians would say it's like whoop whoop. Oh. So it's far away. So when you're saying that something's like heaps, you know, out of whoop whoop. Yeah. Far away. It's exactly the same thing. Places that are far away. Wops away. So if you say something's the wops, it's far away. I think this might be my favorite one on the list for obvious reasons. GC. GC. The letters G and C. Is it a food thing? No. You're G-C. describing a person. C. GC. Good cunt. Yeah, it is. He's a good cunt. He's a JC. He's a good cunt. Good cunt. So we use cunt in the same way, but we're a bit more polite about it. I was going to say, it's literally using cunt in the same way Australians use it. We're just a bit more polite about it. A polite way. What a JC. What a JC. Love it. What a JC, April. This next one, I went, that's not what that means. Twink. Hmm? Twink. 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 Well, I mean, I know what that means too. <laughs> Okay, a certain not, community. Yeah, we're not talking about that. It's a different meaning. Twink. It's not related to WoW either. <laughs> That's okay. be my next joke. It's not World of Warcraft no related. Idea. No idea. What's a twink? White out. Liquid paper. Oh, shit. It is too. What the fuck? Yeah, no, it I've is. I've never heard that before. It is. <laughs> we do call it twink. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck, New Zealand? <laughs> twink it out. <laughs> <laughs> forgot about that. Until he said it's white. I'm like, oh, fuck, it is too. Yeah. Like flashbacks to being three years old and spilling twink on a page. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm sorry. What the fuck? What's a toasty to you? Is What is it to Australians? I've said this to you before and you argued with me. Yeah, you call them a jaffle. A jaffle. It's a fucking jaffle. No, it's a fucking toasty. No, it's a jaffle. You put it in the jaffle maker. It's called a toasty pie maker. <laughs> and you make fucking toasty pies no, in it. You- you put it in the jaffle maker and then you get a jaffle. Now a jaffle's like a fucking <laughs> choc orange treat at the bloody movies. Jaffa. It is a jaffa too. Which is also apparently what some people call Aucklanders. J-A-F-A. Mm. Just another fucking Aucklander. It's still a fucking jaffle. It is a toasty because you toast it in the toasty pie machine and you make a cheese toasty with it. It's a jaffle. Anyway, uh, so that's, that was all my list. Toasty. But 
they uh, did point out that there was a couple of phrases that Australians exclusively use and another one that New Zealanders exclusively use. So it's not, okay. we, it doesn't cross to yeah. anywhere else. So for Australians, track a sickie. Yep. That's very Australian. Have a day Australian. off sick from work. Yeah. So you, you're not actually sick. Yeah. You're faking it. You're faking it. You're calling up sick, but you're not really sick. Yeah. You're chucking a sickie. On you, mate. It's like good on, on you. On Good on you. Yeah. It's just like you're shortening it. And apparently Australians like to call everyone mate. Whatever. And another one that Australians exclusively use is chockers. Yeah, it's full. It's full. It's too full. It's chocker block. Yep. It's chocker block. Can't fit any more in there. And you can use that in like in any context. You know, the room was chockers. It's too many people in yeah, there. Yeah. I'm chockers. chockers. I'm too full. Yeah. Car's chockers, mate. All right. What was the Kiwi one then? The Kiwi one is hard case. This is a confusing one because we also use this in Australia, but it has a completely different meaning. In Australia, if you refer to someone as a hard case, they're like, they think they're tough. Yeah. They want to punch on. They're a troublemaker. That's how I would use it as well. You don't want to get involved. Do you know what I mean? That's how okay. Australians would use hard case. How do we use it back in Aotearoa? Aotearoa? If a New Zealanders, if you said something like Bill's a hard case, that would mean that Bill can be relied on to make you laugh. Huh. Interesting. Um, yeah. Whereas for Australians, that means something entirely Aotearoa. different. Aotearoa. There we go. Took me a while. Yep. I had to sing it in my head, how we sing it in the national anthem. <laughs> what does it mean? Aotearoa is the Māori word for New Zealand. It's ah. what they called New Zealand. And I think it translates, that might be where the land of the long white cloud translates out of. Right. Definitely don't call me on any of that, though. <laughs> I would be doing a Google search to confirm it. Okay. Well, I feel like that last part took up a lot of time and I'm really sorry, but I might cut some of them out. But it was pretty interesting to me because, <laughs> like I said, I grew up with a Kiwi uncle. So I was pretty familiar with some of them, but some of them never heard before. Some of those were new to me as well. And I mean, like, you know, Australians have weird slang. Maybe I could do that at some other point because we have some fucking weird shit that we say. And I kind of feel like as an Australian who's lived here her entire life, slang, like Australian slang doesn't seem weird to me, but I can get how it would be weird to other people because I feel like Australian definitely has like a particular kind of slang. Yeah, like when you say bludge. Bludge, man. Having a bludge. Not like Bludge is like chucking a sickie. It is. It's more like, not necessarily, it's more like you're just not doing much. You're being yeah. a bit lazy. You, you might as well check the sickie. You're just not doing anything. You're there, but yeah, you're not. He's yeah. bludging, man. Just bludging. So other people being like to beat something. Yeah. Bludging. Yeah. So yeah, maybe I might try and find an article about Australian slang because it's, it's definitely unique, I think. I mean, we do steal some stuff from the Brits because obviously we come from them, but I think that about wraps it up. For another, our 10th episode. Episode 10. Mm. We've made it. We've made it to double digits. That's it. Did you think we'd get here when we first started? No. <laughs> really? Yeah. You mean you agreed to do a podcast with me and you didn't think it would make it to 10 episodes? No. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> what? Thanks for that. Thanks for thinking my idea was shit. <laughs> I just thought things would happen. We wouldn't get there or just fall apart. Or... or no one would listen. Yeah, people um, listen to that. I was going to say, by the way, thank you because people do actually listen. <laughs> Better numbers all the time, actually. I was going to say, like, it it honestly kind of does surprise me and I don't want that to be, like, putting down anyone who actually does listen. But I just didn't really have confidence in myself to think that people would want to listen to us bang on about shit for an hour. Yeah, especially, like, because obviously we get numbers on, like, people who are returning listeners. Yeah, so, like, I know that a lot of people come back. So that's kind of cool. Mm. Thank you. Follow us on Twitter at FMeDeadPod. We're on all the bloody podcast platforms you can think of. Got a website, check out in the show notes. Yeah, I think that's about it. Episode 10. It's done, it's finished. M toss all. That's it. It's all finished. More pigeon for you all. Oh, okay. <laughs>
All right. Well, uh, thanks for hanging out with us again this week. Yeah. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. For episode 181. 181. That's why I used to do Bye! <laughs> Bye! <laughs>